Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Why Aren't You Married? The show where we check with people all over the world to see if marriage is still the high and lofty goal that it once was. I'm your host and producer again, Timmy, in a building based out of Toronto. Today's a good day. The weather's awesome. And I've got someone here who I've never actually met, but I've heard like crazy big things, like mad reviews, like she's top-notch, solid individual, and is a full and IT consultant based out of London, UK. Ifu, how are you doing today? Hi. Hi. Um, I feel like I need to correct the record. I don't think I'm that exciting, but I will try and live up to that massive intro. All right. You know what? So another friend that was on the show said, yo, you need to get this babe on. Like, Ifu <laughs> is in the scene. She's the plug. Like when them David Dovich Jan, they're like, yo, where's the fool out to? Like, I'm not making any moves until we see like straight up facts. This is yo, if fool, like you gotta yeah, change you. Like it was crazy, man. I was like, I had to have one. You know, I I, I talked to like the, the people back in the show and I was like, yo, just I think you guys can loosen the purse strings a bit. Maybe like just two hundred K for this guest, we could do it. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, yeah, we've heard about her too as well. So they, made, they had to make it happen. Yo, if we welcome, welcome again. I, I'm delighted to join you. I, yeah. I can only hope that I live up to your expectations. Don't worry, don't worry. You Just being here is enough, you know. Really appreciate, really appreciate you. All right, let's get right into it. First question, right off the bat, why aren't you married? Oh, um, honestly, I think that um, I missed my chance. Um, I think that um, I, my dating period history um, falls just when dating started going out of fashion. Mm. Um, I think now um, I live in an, an era where everything is about sort of instant gratification. And yeah. being sport for choice, um, I think that's something that's in society in general, but it's obviously um, evident in relationships as well. I think before you would meet someone, you'd date for a while, um, you know, you'd see what each other's about, and then you'd be like boyfriend, girlfriend, and then you'd move on to um, being, I guess, engaged and then married. The journey was just a lot simpler. Um, yeah. I think now you, um, you talk... Um, the talking stage is like a whole thing. Um, you yeah. talk, um, and then there's like the pre-date session, and then there's, um, and then when you're dating, it's not like exclusive anymore, and then you have to get to a place where you're exclusive, but you're still not together, um, and then you're together, and it just feels like there's too many barriers to entry. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like when I was in uni and maybe like a few years after uni, um, it was still that way like the old way, quote-unquote, yeah. um, but it was starting to transition and I was trying to do too many things. I was um, trying to find a job. I was trying to, like, put my life together um, and I wasn't really trying to focus on that. I was trying to have fun and then by the time I looked up and no longer wanted to have fun, um, yeah. everyone was either married or um, a waste man. So... <laughs> No, no, no. That's um, a really long story short. Um, no, no, hundred percent. Like that. That's um. That's you drop. That's that's real. That's real. Because all right. So now there's the whole hookup culture thing. Like, yeah. You know, the dating apps and all of that stuff. 
Um, and you talked about the stages and just like the barriers. And um, I actually, okay, so quarantine, all that kind of stuff. I jumped on the dating apps myself uh-huh. and I was talking to a few. And then there was one girl, she was kind of cool. And I was like, all right, let me try and be serious kind of thing. And yeah. I was like going along the, I was going with it and all that stuff. And I got ghosted. I just, <gasps> no ghosted. in fact, blocked. I got blocked. <laughs> I, 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 yo, I didn't do anything wrong. Like I was a proper gentleman and all. I, I, from my eyes, like just, but I, but I was getting the sense that she was talking to multiple guys. Yeah, and it's just maybe whatever somebody won the battle, quote unquote. I guess that's it, quote unquote. But just you know, that's just it. You just have so many options, um, and you have to go through the talking, and then you have to say, okay, we're exclusive and all that. So just like there's a lot of barriers. And also, you kind of talked about missing your chance. So that's something, too, that uh, I, I emphasize with. Because I kind of, like, went to school and, what like, undergrad, postgrad, and I was very focused, hyper-focused on getting, like, a career, like, a solid career, uh-huh. you know, like, corporate or maybe, like, in the creative space. And um, I at that time, I kind of made a decision not to date and now that I'm kind of like ready to date, it's like, yo, um, you know, the the good girls or so to speak have been taken. There's there's a boat, there's a window. If you're not married by then, then then it might not happen, kind of thing. No, absolutely. I think that exactly as you said, people are getting married in their early thirties, but obviously they met their partners probably um, mid to late twenties, um, and I think that that was the sweet spot I think Mm. I think about the uh I guess the probability of meeting someone now who is actually um I suppose an eligible bachelor and it 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 gets as small time goes on it gets less likely um yeah you're starting to meet people who have already been married um Um, people who have like families um people who aren't married because you know no one wants them for good reason (laughs) um it's yeah it's it's not impossible it just it's just really unlikely yeah yeah yeah. less likely not really unlikely let's say less likely (laughs) like less yeah yeah hold out some hope girl hold out some hope (laughs) um okay so i think we touched on a bunch of things there um the follow-up question usually is do you want to even get married at all like do you do you want to uh... I do but I'm really keen that it's on my terms mm. um, and by that I just mean that um I've I'm Nigerian so I was raised you know very sort of West African household but also I was raised in church so that's Mm. like a secondary culture within itself and having like an husband was like a really (laughs) it was was a big thing you know like it it was it was like a a goal within itself you know the ring um and you know having having an husband coming into church with your shoulders and your gale you know it was like a status thing um and I've definitely left a lot of that behind. And so I don't, I no longer want to get married because I would like to be married. I would like to fall in love. And I'm in love with someone and 
we both want to spend the rest of our lives together, we will get married and that's fine. But like, I think I now, um, I guess in my head, I rephrase my goals in that I want to fall in love, not I want to get married because mm. I think I could get married. I wouldn't necessarily be happy. Um, mm. We might not be well suited. We could very easily find ourselves divorced. But I think that finding someone who's genuinely on your wavelength and compatible is is the goal and that's the thing that's really really tricky yo fool they're dropping gems man they're dropping <laughs> gems like that was heavy i want to fall in love rather than i want to be married that's heavy that's crazy yo i'm gonna use that like forever <laughs> you can rename the podcast <laughs> yeah I want yo, hundred percent. That was that. No, that's that's good. That's like incredible because a lot of people just I want to marry, I want to get married. You know, you know, and it's just like, ah, uh, what about the actual attraction and you know, mm-hmm. want and the rest of our lives together? Like that. That is the bigger part of it. Marriage should be just like an add-on, isn't it? Okay. Next question. Do you because of the whole marriage thing? Uh, do you feel like you're behind your peers in any way? Um. Yeah, for sure. I don't. Yeah, I think. I don't know if I think behind is the right word, but I definitely feel like my peers that are married have moved into a very different stage. Mm. Like the sort of things that they like to do and the sort of things they talk about are very different. Um, I think once you get married, normally you start thinking about kids and like Mm. best place to live for like schools and your car changes and, you know, you're always tired. And I'm not making it sound very attractive, but... (laughs) It just they just very swiftly move into a different lane, yeah. and so I definitely feel like a disconnect, because yeah. um, I'm very much about um, <laughs> end of year bonuses and um, <laughs> <laughs> and like um, you know making it in my career, and it just feels like they all have careers. It does, it's not like that disappears, but I just think it takes a back seat, and you find yourself, yeah, your life styles going in two very different directions so I definitely um feel a disconnect from my peers that are married I don't know if I feel behind necessarily because I think it's Mm. apples and oranges but yeah there's definitely something that changes yeah no you're 100% like um part of the motivation for starting this podcast is that uh I had nothing to do on weekends like people stopped inviting me to shit you know it would be like (laughs) Okay, birthday party and engagement and all that. And it's like, bring your wife. And it's like, uh, yeah, who's that single guy in the corner by himself? Yeah, you know, and it's just like. Um, You're making all the married co- folks feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, we don't, we don't want that dude here. So I just, just like, okay, I'm at home chilling. Might as well do a podcast about marriage. But yeah, but you're right, though. It's just completely different Um you know, life uh, goals to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like they're fo- so much focused on the kids and the education and they're going to choose birthday parties. And I'm trying to find, like right now, I'm like, yo, where, I'm, it's actually like, where's the turn up? Not turn up, but I'm like trying to meet, I'm trying to date during COVID, which is not good. But it's like, <laughs> where do you go? Going to a club by yourself is kind of not, well, for, to me, it's not the best. No. So yeah, it's um, different lanes, disconnect, complete disconnect. Okay, next question. What is your current dating status? I am lavishly single. Lavishly single. Single and looking or <laughs> you here? like what's up? You know, you swiping. I think that um 
I can definitely meet Mr. Right as long as he breaks into my house. Um, <laughs> that is how hard I am looking. Um, no, so not looking at all. I think that... <laughs> so late last year, um, so I tried the dating apps and like online dating and um, I was having a few horror stories. So I basically uh, stopped, uh, stopped, uninstalled, took a break um and then the year started and I was for work I had to relocate to another part of the country I was working in Bath um Mm. and there was no dating scene there um and then Covid happened and there was the lockdown and the only thing to do was to go back on apps and I I kind of didn't want to so I would say for the past I would say 2020 I've definitely been single and not looking at all yeah I would like to think I'm open to it but I mean I think those are just words in reality Mm -hmm. my lifestyle (laughs) is set up that way Mm -hmm. okay all right cool cool what is the dating scene in London like like pre-covid how would you describe it is it easy to meet guys um you know is a guy's kind of stuck up I bring this up I bring this question up because Toronto which is yeah. where I'm at, is notorious for just having some of like the most stuck-up shorties in the world. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's actually called the screw face capital, just because everyone's like so standoffish and like, yeah, you know, it's when I go, well, when I go to the US, I find that they're they're way friendlier, but okay. it'll be a bit of the, you know, when you're on vacation and your swag is like, or your confidence is on another level, but I generally Toronto is known for being a bit tougher. So I'm trying to see if there's any of that in uh, London. Um, it's not, I think it was, I would say somewhere in between. So, um, it used to be when I used to go out, um, people would approach you a lot more, like both ways. Girls would go up to guys, guys would go up to girls, guys guys, um, for (laughs) sure. But I think definitely, everyone is a lot more stush these days um not just not just like one particular gender i think in general people don't want to be seen to be too eager i think um um being nonchalant is very important to people nowadays like there's a lot of you know i don't catch feelings um i catch flights that vibe <laughs> that vibe around um but yeah i think there's i think where alcohol is being consumed, I think it loosens up. I think bars, clubs, um, in the summer you have like music festivals. I think the vibes at those are very different. Um, so it's a mix. It's a, in between. I think there is definitely um, like a very a, uh, a studied nonchalance that happens. I don't think it's real. I think people just want to appear to be like they're too good to like, you know, have to chase anyone yeah. although just saying hello isn't really chasing but you know it's yeah. I guess how it's portrayed yeah 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 no that's 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 I mean that's refreshing to hear that there's some parts of the world women actually make or at one point we're making the first move that, that has never happened to me in Toronto in Toronto <laughs> yeah in the U.S. I've gotten some of that but um yeah 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 okay um so you're you're well, you're Nigerian British Nigerian yeah yep. Um, you go back and forth. Um, I you, used you been... to when yeah. my uh, when I was younger, my dad lived there, so mm. I did. Um, but as an adult, I've only been a couple of times. The last time was in two thousand and fifteen. 
Okay, that's not too far off. Okay, 2015, when you go back, or when you do go back, what's the reception like from the guys? Do you just drop the British accent and it's a Rizzy? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. IGB, IDGB, one of them, I just drop back. Well, actually, you know, are you and I just drop back? Or just full British? Well, yeah, you know, you're from abroad. And yeah, so just a way more positive reception when you... Oh, for for sure. But like, I don't believe in it. It's it's it's, it's more amusing than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's lots of, you know, call me when you get back home. It's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not even, even going to call you here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my cousin calls those like the holiday romances. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> right. I'm just feeling you heavy and you're like, ah, man, too much. When everything goes back to normal, it's like, you know, am I really going to call this? You know, so, yeah, you write on that. You write on that. Next question. What is a Yoruba demon to you? Oh, wow. Um. (laughs) All right. So the reason why I asked this question is a lot of. um, So I was hearing a lot of things that some girls that just don't get um, the full disclosure. Okay, let's say, for instance, you're talking to a guy and he's talking to someone else and you guys never have that chat. And maybe you find out that he's talking to someone else and they're like, oh, you're a bad demon this, you're a bad demon that. But <clears throat> there's a part of that, like, um, you know, just because they didn't reveal the entire truth, is yeah. it your demon or is there, is there more the F-boy, you know, guys who are just like a-holes, you know, like, yeah, yeah. well, that's 100% of your bad demon, but where do you draw the line? Yeah, so... Um, I wouldn't call a guy a Yoruba demon just for not letting me know that he was talking to someone else. Um, I think um, I wouldn't be impressed, but I think I've kind of been conditioned to feel that that's what, unless you explicitly ask, that that's what they're going to do. So I wouldn't be surprised um, and therefore not so outraged. I think, I guess... I I think I feel like your the Yoruba demon thing came about um, probably by not just Yoruba men Nigerians in general. <laughs> Culturally, there just became a point where they became very desirable. Wow. Um, they yeah they became very desirable to like people other than Nigerians, and I think with anyone who feels like they are in demand, their behavior immediately. Um, is out of control and so I think it was <laughs> I actually think it was just like a thing where people were like oh suddenly like Nigerian men were sexy I don't know maybe it was the rise of Afrobeat I don't know yeah. but like it was suddenly that like, they were sexy and then suddenly their heads were so big and they were just mm. doing madness um, <laughs> but I think um, there is more uh, Yoruba representation um, mm particularly like in the media and stuff. And so people were just like, you're a demon. But in my personal opinion, the Ibra men aren't like, <laughs> they ain't shy about that stuff either. So I mm. think you guys have unfairly been tarnished. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not mad at it. Like uh, <laughs> the whole Yoruba men being more desirable thing. Like I, I'll take that. I'll take that. Take me <laughs> guy. But you do talk that that's interesting though. Um, the history of the Yoruba demon. And you can actually, you can actually tie that to the, um, rise of Ast- Apple Beats and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. you know, might have to do a documentary, pitch Netflix or something. Um, <laughs> Give me but, my cup. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we got you, we got you. But um, you said um, okay, if someone is uh honest with like 
talking tells you that you know he's talking to someone else um, uh-huh. that's not your bad human behavior but what if or what about i know a friend that this kind of he went through this what if you're what if he's sleeping with someone else oh i'm not telling you yeah you guys oh, are that man is trash. <laughs> no 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 oh my god no 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 you've got to let people know when they're sharing bodies no way no, no not sharing like okay so because this happened to a friend of mine he was doing his thing and then he taught he met a girl that um he met a girl and they were talking and she came over to the crib and you know, it was all good. It was all gravy. And then she, I don't. I think maybe she went like digging through his trash or something, and she found like a used condom. So, but they never. She oh. never asked. You know what I'm saying? So, is 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 that your demon behavior? You know what I mean? No, that's weird. Um, <laughs> don't you should never go looking for answers you don't want to find. Exactly. Why would you yeah, ask yeah. someone's trash? No, she was she was asking for problems. Um, for tr- no. I think that um, when you first meet someone, so the scenario you described is like very, seems very early stages. You're going to his house for the first time. Um, Not first, not first, maybe like third time, let's say that, third time. Yeah, okay. He, yeah, I think that by then he would have either had opportunity to clarify what it is they were doing. Mm. Um, So if you want to say that, um, you know, I'm enjoying getting to know you, um, but, you know, I'm not locking anything off until, you know, we've agreed that, you know, we're doing this thing, then that's, well, I want to say that's fine. You might not like that, but at least if someone presents you with that, you know what the situation is, right? Mm. Um, Alternatively, if you guys don't want to start talking about what's happening, you know, when you guys are hanging up the phone, then I would say discretion is key. Um, Mm. Whether or not you've agreed about other people you kind of don't want to uh alert them to mm. anything that will make them feel uncomfortable um so if i think if you've got multiple girls coming to your house you should probably clear out after each one mm, okay <laughs> you just clear out, clean up <laughs> that's 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 the more that's your uh way to resolve this just clean up after <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah karen shouldn't be coming back to find susan's business that's yeah but <laughs> just clear I- out I have to say though, this girl is still talking to him. Okay, and was she mad when she found the used condom? Yes, yes, oh. yes. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, okay. So this is something. Okay, but let me go back to this shorty that blocked me. Um, mm. A part of me was like, ah, you might be not moving too. You might be showing too much interest. Yeah, it, it would be good to keep your other shorties. Well, yeah, to keep other women around. Yeah. Because there's this whole thing of desirability and women are more, uh, men are more desire, desirable when there are other women, are, when other women are interested in you kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like it works. Like I've tried this. I kind of like done research and studies. I'm, I'm like a mini economist at heart. And I've actually seen this like work out. Like for you to get one girl, it's better for you to keep like five around. Even if you really like, like the one. It's kind of messed up. But women are, women are something else. So with this, <laughs> with this whole, um, you know, use condom thing. It, it's it, it could have been. It's almost a positive because he she knows now that other women are definitely interested in him. You know what I mean? It's kind of twisted. Yeah. What do you, yeah. You, you, you think there's some yeah, truth to that? I, 
yeah, I think there's definitely I agree with the psychology of it, but mm. like as a as a grown woman, you do need to sit down and have a chat with yourself about yeah. if it made you upset, then you need to be honest about why that is. Is it because um is it the is it the honesty? Do you want everything to be upfront? Or is it feelings? Do you like them? And if it is, then I think uh I think continuing even continue to talk to him even though you're mad um isn't a good way to start I think any relationship I think um if he wasn't willing to let you condom girl go then you should go mm. even if it pains you you should go yeah yeah no doubt no doubt but the biggest takeaway from that is uh make sure you clean up after yourself or after <laughs> yeah, anyone's been there. <laughs> do a thorough job you know <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, coach shift, clear down. Like you just, yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep it All right, next question. And my favorite question, what's your spec? Ooh. Um, okay. So I like tall men. I mean, I think mm. everyone does. But I fuck, am fuck, five Fuck them niggas, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm five nine, so yeah, screw those guys. Okay, but yeah, tall men. So I'm five foot ten myself. So it's okay. not really just a preference. I actually feel like I would like them to be just at least a couple of inches uh, taller, which brings us to six foot. So I think that's fair. Right. Um, I like uh, black men, generally. Okay. Um, I like dark-skinned guys. Okay. Um, I like quite um, traditionally masculine looks and by that I mean I don't really like um pretty boys yeah. um I kind of like um Ugly like and... strong jaws I guess like scars you know, in their face so, I mean a scar would it be acceptable I mean multiple <laughs> I don't know what kind of life you're living <laughs> cheek or something <laughs> I like tattoos um, oh, okay yeah so I really like kind of really masculine, earthy-looking guys, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Bingo warrior types. Yeah, that would be delightful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You were, like, being sarcastic, but I was like, yeah, no, I... Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you like, oh, my God, gasp. Um, but, but there's something to be said about your spec and let's say someone that kind of... That's your physical spec. Or for yeah. the most part, but there's also the, I guess, emotional side. Is that right? Yeah. Not right. But yeah, you know, just personality and all like funny and all that kind of stuff. And you know, let's say you met a short guy, like I was like five foot three, and he was like uh, effeminate, like pretty feminine, and you know, not 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 one of these caveman types that you described. Like, would you know? But you guys hit it off would you just say no i can't just because it doesn't meet the physical requirements or what's up i hate to be the person that says it but <laughs> it's enough for me <laughs> <laughs> i want to i want to come across <laughs> like i'm enlightened and not shallow no but, but no it's all good it's all good <laughs> the reality nah, nah, is that's, that's if good. it was <laughs> like that 
like they're short and they've got like you know like pretty eyes I don't know I just I can't see myself getting into it if if we hit it off so well then that sounds like a friend like a friend (laughs) friend. all right cool cool but the physical no that's cool that's cool that's cool like because uh I think it's for some people it's like okay they're ticking off all the other stuff is there like like I have a definite physical ideal type but um i think the personality and all that other stuff like that that's what wins me over the most so yeah interesting and it doesn't for you interesting all right do you date outside of your race no no not at all no never have um, oh like when i was 16 i think mm-hmm. a couple of guys at college um were white but mm-hmm. um generally no all of like my serious relationships have been within the race and they probably will continue to be um I don't want to sort of generalize but for me I what I find tricky is like cultural differences Mm. Um, and I think that I've just had too many experiences not even like with dating just in general where um you're trying to explain something and someone just doesn't have the, the same um like frame of reference as you and it just I I guess I just don't understand it's not even so much an attraction thing there are attractive like white guys but I don't understand how I can become intimate with someone um and I don't mean physically without us being a being like on the same page um and yeah just everything it just mm. seems so much harder um, if you've got to, like, cross a divide. I mean, it's possible. It's just not my thing. Mm. Okay. All right. That's that's the race. Now, I guess most of the guys that you date are, are they, Niger- like, British Nigerian, like yourself, I guess, or are they Nigerian, or does it matter as long as they're black? It doesn't really matter um, mm. as long as they're black. But they mm-hmm. have tended to be African. Not necessarily Nigerian, but they've tended to be African. But mm. I, that wasn't really wasn't a deliberate choice, but it just kind of worked out like that. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. What about religion? Is that a thing for you? Oh. <laughs> um, it's a thing. It's just not a deal breaker, I think. Mm. Um, it would be preferable um, for them to be Christian. Um, I guess for the same reasons. Um, it, I think it's just unity in the household will be better for your relationship. But in, and if I really met someone and they were ticking all of the boxes, um, then, yeah, I, I could potentially work around that. Mm. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Next question. Long distance or nah? Can you do that? Let's say you go back to Niger and you meet some guy... That mm. was just like, yo, this is the dude. You have that, I guess, holiday romance, and then you go back. Actually, let's make it further. You come over to the States. You go to yeah. Atlanta or something, and you meet some Mandingo type, and <laughs> he's ticking the boxes physically. He might yeah. have other shorts around, though. You never know. But, you know, you guys, uh, you're, you're, you're hitting it off. Um, can you go through, like, a long-distance relationship? Um, so... I had a long distance relationship when I was at university. I was with uh, a guy for three years. I went to university in Birmingham. He lived in London. Mm. Um, we, I was going to say we made it work, but it, it didn't work. It, 
it went up in flames, but it's fine. That's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> because of uh, because of um, distance, or was no, it something- not because of distance. Just because he was a terrible person. Um, so, <laughs> so it, it wasn't the distance I um, objected to. So hypothetically, I would get into a long distance relationship. The main reason I probably wouldn't is because um, I'm not that trusting. And I think that what I would be worried about was what would be happening when I'm not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, very unlikely, even though you met this Mandingo warrior in another city or another country, I guess. I think I think I might take the view that I don't have anything to lose and I might give Mm. it a go. But I think it would be in a constant state of like hyper vigilance. Yeah. Text me motherfucker where you at. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll be on the phone, like I'll mm. hear like his answer phone. I'll be like, who's that woman? Yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 Cause some people are like, yeah, they've done it and never again. And at least you're more on the, I would, but we'll have to, you know, be in contact, uh, contact, mm. constant contact or, mm. Yeah, something to that effect. Okay, finally, last question. What would make you settle down now? Ooh. Um, Probably um, nothing. I think that... um, One thing about settling down, I guess, I think of being prepared mentally and financially. And I think... I'm probably maybe 90% there on the financial side where I feel comfortable. Um, and But like mentally, I think I still have, and this probably comes from like being single for a while. Um, I have a lot of things that I'm like setting my ways about that would have like habits I'd have to unlearn to be able to share my life with someone. Um, you know, to be able to compromise and that and collaborate and that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't think I'm ready right now. I think even if Anthony Joshua stopped by my house, I think <laughs> I would be like, you know, let's let's learn about each other, let's build, let's grow. Yeah. Um, but in terms of what would who could make me, um, I think what I just really want is someone who is peaceful. Mm. I think I want someone who's their biggest goal in their life above all of the other um material goals um career ambitions like family goals is just to be happy Mm. not necessarily to be rich or anything like that um those things are good too but someone who's who's number like number one head and shoulders above every other thing they want to be is that they want to be happy i think Mm. that that's the vibe um that i'm looking for okay cool someone that just wants to be happy ah okay i mean i think for a lot of people that happiness comes from you're doing something that's kind of like uh, makes you happy, or you're on that path. So I think for a lot of people, is is your your corporate gig is that like, you know, like you go is that does that make you happy, or for you is it more like, hey, I'm just you know, it pays the bills, it's okay, and coworkers are cool, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, a part of it is about paying the bills, so I try to make a career out of things that I'm good at. Um, so I'm I'm I come from a project 
project management background um, and that's how I kind of got into consulting um, and I think I am good at that and um, it pays the best. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, when I say the best I mean <laughs> opposed to the other thing I do well which is writing. I really I, I really like writing and I think I'm good at that as well but writing mm. is not a gig that pays as well mm. so I've gone, <laughs> I've gone down the IT project management consulting route yeah um, so i like it as much as i ever will um mm. but it definitely is a a, a bill paying situation mm. no 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 that's that's also that's pretty much the same as me like i i've always I, i'm a writer i mean storytelling all that stuff the podcast mm. that's all part of it so yep. um yeah like it took a while to get here because uh oh god i i I tried to storytell another format before. I tried to rap. Oh God, not my, not 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 the best form for me. Not for me. Um, yeah, so I tried that. Uh, yeah, not for me. I can't. I can't deal with fame. I actually don't want to be famous. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so there's that. But writing to be, to be actually like a paid writer, it's gonna take. It, it's very hit or miss. But um, yeah, great to know. Great to know. Um, we have to send. I have to see some of your writing for sure. But I and I and I want a hot sixteen. So what was that? I want a hot sixteen. Yeah, I got. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But we'll see. We'll see. You're gonna drop some bars. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that offline. Um, but um, all right. Ugh, making me uncomfortable here. Um, <laughs> we've come to the end of the podcast. Yeah. But you know, do you want people to reach out to you? Do you want to, and you want to plug anything? Uh, maybe you nothing. Know, or <laughs> nothing. You don't want people sliding in your DMs? Nothing like that. Oh my god, no. Um, no? Yeah, no. That would um, embarrass me and horrify me in equal measure. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so we might just edit all of this part out from there, <laughs> especially when you started with, "Hey, drop, drop a sixteen, drop a 16. No, um, no, I need the sixteen in. <laughs> yeah, oh man, oh god. All right, but if we thanks so much for joining us, I uh, really appreciate you answering these questions, giving us what a sense uh, of like is, or what the sense of dating is like in the UK, and kind of sharing your views on marriage. Really appreciate you doing this, and uh, thanks. Great time. All right, awesome.